is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Not in Washington, D.C. Thank God. We are in Mandalay Bay. That dumb. Oh, no, not Sorry. Mandalay Bay. No, no, Mandalay oh, like, Bay is great. Like, are you kidding me? Look at this I may never leave now that I got my credit card back. I'm so happy for you. First off, I want to point this out because we're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app, we're on all of those things. We look like uh, we. <laughs> Are we? If you're watching are, are, our, yeah, there we go. There if we you're are. watching the stream right now, <laughs> first off, the backdrop is amazing. And as I've told everybody here, the setup is fantastic. Everything is absolutely pristine. But we're idiots, and we all wore white today. First off, technically, you're not supposed to wear white on camera anyway. I've broken the rules, but I realize I have two people sitting next to me that have also broken the rules. So yeah. we're okay. We all now went to Bruno Mars last night, and I guess now we are we on the We were cleansed. Oh, uh, we, were, we were cleansed of anything. And now we're just in a positive. Well, I mean, I think yesterday was fine too. But you know, we just I, I we come back today, and we're like, are all wearing white. So here we are. Yeah. And go for the betting cycle on BetQL with Cody Decker. Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, sports handicapper Rob Brown. When Penix Jr. plays USC, he's getting 400 yards. Cycling all the top plays. And Cody Decker, I think Florida can cover today. And one outrageous show parlay. One, two, three. Ah! Oh! Let the chaos begin. It's Bet for the Cycle on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. I have so many hot takes just off of this here. Well, let them, let them. She's, 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 watched, she's watched more this week than probably ever before, just to make sure I'm showing up on set and I'm here and I'm being responsible. <laughs> That's good. Uh, after losing my credit card night one, she wasn't very pleased. And then last night I was so excited about Bruno Mars. I keep forgetting about the time difference, obviously. Yeah. And so, like, we he got home her. at 3.30 a.m. I got home at 3.30 a.m. I was like, we? No, no, no. I did not stay out till 3.30. I, I did. You stayed <laughs> up till, what, 2.30 a.m.? Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was later. It was yet. late. Yeah, but we stayed late. right in the Aria. Yeah. We hung out. Yeah. You know, I had a couple of drinks. We had a bartender. was from Hawaii. Got some great stories. Fun. I like meeting people on Same. trips and just getting stories of somebody's life. Me too. I was I'm so jacked, though, that I called her. And she's like, oh, hello. Is everything okay? And I was like, I think I want to marry you. Wait, you did... Like you called her last I night. Called her at three thirty in the yeah, morning. Yeah, and I forgot like, about the, the conversation, and so I called her again this morning. I was like, "You took our phone." She's like, "Ryan, I'm gonna kill you." But uh, at least she knows, like, she knows what you are. Yeah. You know, she knows that you're in Vegas. You're gonna be up all night. Yeah, and you'll be good. Like, yeah, like even tonight. Uh, you know, I was, I, I was planning on going to the room after the show. Uh-huh. I've changed I my had, mind. I thought you were going to get dinner with your family. So my aunt and uncle um, have COVID. No. Uh, yeah. So it runs no, in the Horvats family. Horvats get COVID at all times. Right? There's always yeah. one Horvat with COVID. I think Ryan's mom. I don't want to. My have mom a has. A, my mom has COVID right now. Right now as well. Yeah. 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 I don't want to be a HIPAA violation, but he can. He can add that. Yeah. To the to the piece. But very I responsible. Thank you. So now. It. So now my plans are canceled. And what uh, do you want to get? Scarpetta. 
little team dinner. I kind of do. I have reservations. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? I thought you were going to be with the fam, but I will add to those reservations. Yeah, let's go. I'm in. Sounds right. like a good idea. Yeah. I love it so Scarpetta's much. Scarpetta's great Italian. We can get Peach, Peach out there if he doesn't have any. I mean, he might have a little date with the ladies though. He, he might. Was, he was pulling them hoes. He last might. Night. Let me tell you, PJ. PJ makes friends everywhere he goes. I don't I think people understand. This guy just walks around. No, I heard. What you, I'm trying to move past what you just said. I'm no, no. Keep you out of I was just going to say there was this one woman <laughs> that PJ saw, and then Ryan was trying to hook her up with, and Ryan and PJ looks at at. Oh, that was and awesome. Ryan, he goes, Ryan, I think, I, I think she's a hooker. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. There was, a, there was a chance that may have happened to me last night. Too. I'm just trying to find I'm a like, nice Jewish girl, and Ryan wants to set me up with <laughs> Vegas's finest. Yeah. This place is, Vegas is, let me tell you something. I'll be honest with you. We've only been here 48 hours so far. Yeah. Super Bowl should be in Vegas every, every year. year. Like, what, what, what are we doing? I Listen. I love Miami in its own right. New Orleans is great. It'll be in New Orleans Miami next year. Miami is a mess. Uh, Vegas is always better. Yes. yes. Plain and simple. It should be here every single year. The, the best place on the planet. The 2020 Miami Super Bowl, I was watching Dua Lipa, and it poured while we were watching the show, so much so that I had to throw the suede shoes away. Oh, no. The water was up, I'm not joking, to my calves. To my calves. Uh... There was a full stage flood it was Niners obviously as well Niners Chiefs last Niners Chiefs Super Bowl that we've seen and uh, I went and tried to go to what I thought was a restaurant from a friend turns mm -hmm. out was a strip club <laughs> well you could get food there no no it, yes. I was the only one that looked like me in a professional capacity and if you're all getting the women, food you can expense it all so it's totally all fun. the women yeah. were walking yeah. around naked that and is I'm what just, strip clubs I'm in are, there yes. with like a little no but it was like <laughs> People who weren't even doing the stripping. It was just oh. the whole thing was like. They were uh, just comfortable. Yeah. You went to a nudist colony. Yeah. Anyway, Vegas, much better. Even when oh, it rains, not God, I, I love the city so much. Like, and it's funny too. Like, there's the old school Vegas and there's like the new school, right? There's something about the old school look of a lot of places in Vegas, right? Like the, you know, the, the places that have been around forever. There's the nostalgia that's in this city too. Yeah. That I just, I, I love it. I mean, it's this has been an absolutely great time. All right. What are you guys on tonight? Let's get some of those unload anything you want to get out here for some of these early games, which uh, throws us off with the time difference. It's it only does. only 4.05 out here. It does. few things. First up, I, I would like to announce that TK Pucks, has come out yes. of hibernation. Yeah. And it's just because we're here in Vegas and I wanted to go to the Golden Knights game. And I was like, let me look at some lines. And I had somebody who's going was like, hey, do you like anything? And I'm like, girl, you need to know. Uh, TK Pucks is still in the cave. So I came out. Uh, Oilers. I like the Oilers mm -hmm. over, over five and a half, over six. The line has moved a little bit. I like the Oilers on the money line as well. 16 straight wins for the Oilers. Four and six only on the puck line on the road in their last 10. Vegas is four and six in their last 10 on the puck line at home. So nothing on the actual side in terms of the puck line. Like the Oilers' money line. I like the over, but I really, really like my favorite bet is Connor McDavid. Over three and a half shots on goal. That correlates with the over, which I love. Five of six, he's had five or more. So yeah. this feels like great for me. And then I've got a couple in college basketball, but let's just like, we can just spread it out. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just like rip through the arsenal. Totally, totally fine. We'll just spread it out. Yeah. Through it. it makes it more fun anyway. Look, listen. Got some we got some basketball stuff you know happening, this. I think, it, yeah. whatever. I don't, I don't know. We got four hours. We got yeah. plenty of time to get it all out. I just out. don't we'll want uh, games to start by well, the time. Like, the toughest part for me right now is, like, what time is everything at? Right? Because, you know, back home. Seven. Right. But I'm, I'm like, are happening at seven. I'm like, what time is this Kentucky game? It's coming up at 530. All right, yes. I got a couple, which would be 830. Yes. Eastern. 
Yes. The That's... good thing is my laptop hasn't changed. You know, that because this is a company laptop, yeah. I have to have like administrative permission to change the time zone on this. So it keeps me aligned. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. 7.07 in the east right now. So I have that. So actually, it's it's, it's it keeps me balanced here. All, All right. That. So for me, Vandy tonight, nine and a half point dogs against Kentucky. You know, I really like that Kentucky team. They don't yeah. play a whole lot of defense. Uh, I think that's a little inflated. And then BYU, plus one and a half. We're going to go with BYU tonight against Oklahoma, who, you know, they won their first 10 games of the season, um, but they've been struggling a little bit. And BYU's won 12, 12 of their last 13 games. They're the better scoring team. If you look at Oklahoma offensively, only 53rd in efficiency, according to Ken Palm. So I like BYU. Uh, I think they should actually be favored in the game. So I played them plus one and a half, and then Vandy. And uh, that's all I got. I was considering the Milwaukee Bucks, but I'm going to pump the brakes on the Bucks mm -hmm. for the next couple weeks before I do anything with yeah, them. Yeah, I took the over in Bucks Suns actually 243 and a half, and it stayed thankfully. So I grabbed that. I did want to get a couple of props, but I really love doing the old, like just go get the ticket here. Like it's just fun, right? Yeah. Uh, they didn't have so if if, if anybody I, I love this tonight too. I'm going to have to probably do it on my phone. Uh, Josh Hart over on rebounds and assists, who has been with with. With Julius Randle out for the Knicks, Josh Hart has stepped up playing big-time minutes and has put up huge numbers for them. I've taken the over on his uh, rebounds and assists. I mean, it's a consistent hit for I him like right that. now. So those are the two. I'm going to have to probably do that another way, though. I may tail you guys on something else. I want one more. I want one more slip. Yeah. You know, I don't want to just do it on the phone. I've I want, got one. I'm going to walk back here. What you got? South Carolina money line. I don't think me and All PJ right. are on opposite sides, and I do want to hear what PJ has. But South Carolina has been really good lately. 12 and 1 in their last 13, 9 and 2 against the spread, 17 and 6 this season. So I really like them. They're a wagon. I think they're kind of coming into form late in the season. Clemson 5 and 7 in their last 12. So I really like South Carolina at the crib as well. UNC money lines I, is like really juicy. So I would only put that in a parlay. Yeah. I think I saw minus 300, but I put that with the South Carolina. Andrew, our boss, he's also on the South Carolina, North Carolina train. Okay. UConn minus 15 and a half is an interesting one as well. Like Butler has had some big wins against Marquette, Nova, Creighton. But the last time they played, no Donovan Klingon. Klingon's back. I think he's good for like seven points by himself. Feels kind of like the Xavier game where it was competitive between UConn and Xavier before Klingon came back. Yeah. And then they beat the hell out of him by like, I think 40. Um, so I like I like UConn at minus fifteen and a half at the crib, and then one the one I feel worst about is Dayton money line. Mm -hmm. Even uh, PJ is also like maybe this is a stay away. Dayton though in terms of like trends, fourteen and one in the last fifteen. They're ranked sixteenth in the country. Covered four of the last five on the road. St. Joe's just five and five against the spread in their last ten. Three and six against the spread at home. Yeah. So I like Dayton. Like that's the last one, but I like them all obviously. Yeah, I like that, too. I like Dayton. I, I really like uh, – I might actually as well bet UConn. The UConn prices have been really weird. Yeah. Me and PJ were doing the show last Friday. Um, I planned on taking UConn against St. John's. They took a bunch of money. It went from four. It closed at three. And like you said, Klingon's back, and they're a much better team with him on the floor. They're but they, awesome they right won now. that game by, what, like 15 points. So um, I'm with you with UConn. I, I wouldn't be shocked. It's obviously really hard to repeat in college hoops. I think they're the best team in the country. So do I. So they I like actually feel one. like a balanced team too. Yeah, you know, I think that makes a huge difference. Is your like just even like Houston? You watch Houston and go great defensively, offensively. Ooh, they're tough to watch sometimes. So yeah, I, I, I UConn is like the one team. I was talking to PJ about this actually the other day. It, it just doesn't college basketball just feel tougher than ever? Not just to bet on, but just to like just to have an understanding of what a lot of these teams are. Right? I just feel like there's a lot of inconsistencies right now in college basketball with just 
programs as a whole, where the beginning of the year, we're like, well, North Carolina, we don't trust them. And now you're like, wait a second. Maybe Hubert Davis actually has this thing figured out. And it's, yeah. I don't know, man. There's just something. Betting on college basket right, basketball right now is, it just feels like one of those, like, like I know we joke about the NBA being hard to predict at times. College basketball is still, uh, like, on another level right now. Really is. I'm excited about this season. Like, this March Madness, I think, so, so wide open. I think UConn, obviously, is the only future mm-hmm. that I have at 11-1. to 1, So I feel the best about them. But there's a lot of athleticism. There's teams that are blue bloods that are finally coming back into form, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. UNC, Kansas. K-State had a huge win last night. So yeah. that's really interesting for the conference yeah. as well. So, yeah, we'll have uh, Kai McEwen on next segment. We'll get to talk yep. to him about that too. Can't wait for the tournament. Hopefully, maybe, just maybe, maybe we could uh, come back here. That would be nice. I, I would not hate that. I've heard rumors this is, so about that's, this setup again. This is the best time to be – well, March is the best time, in my opinion. That first mm. weekend, man, it was a tradition. 12 straight years, me and my buddies, we would leave on Wednesday and then go back on Monday. So we would watch the opening games. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It doesn't get better. It doesn't get What you looking at? I just saw oh. a friend of show, Pam hey, Maldonado. Pam Maldonado, how are you? What was it, Peach? How's it going? Oh, yeah, Maldonado. Peach, I'm going to tell you guys this. So when PJ and I were walking around uh, Sunday on our little uh, tour, our little date together, he would find every word possible to use the Baltimore accent. I can't get enough of it now. We Del- just, Delano, yeah, what's next Palazzo, <laughs> Flamingo. We got all of them. It was Peach, a good one. Peach, what do you want tonight? So I took Clemson in the first half, plus three and a half against UNC. They're up 17 to six, so that's looking good. I like fading UNC in the first half after a Duke win, and this is a game that Clemson has to win. I took Ole Miss tonight, plus the points against South Carolina, so hopefully, T, we can middle that. Yeah. I just think South Carolina, it's the team I'm going to start fading because they were picked preseason last in the SEC. They're having a great year, but eventually that stuff catches up with you. The one game you guys didn't mention – that I do like tonight is I like Houston in the first half against Oklahoma State. That's my favorite bet. I love betting Houston after a loss because Kelvin Sampson practices are not enjoyable, yeah. and I can't imagine they're enjoyable after a 20-point loss. So Oklahoma State's the worst team in the Big 12. Houston demolishes everybody at home. That's got like 42-18 at halftime written all over it. Ooh. Spread or money line first half? Uh, oh, spread. spread. Yeah, money spread, lines. Yeah. Wait, I was going like to say, the money line's going to probably be like something yeah. ridiculous, right? Yeah, way too Just big. making sure. Just, know, just let, sure. lay the lumber with Houston. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to tell you. You know that. what? I was thinking about that. I'm running to the kiosk next break because I, like, I want one I like more. Houston, too. I want yeah, another ticket. Point. Houston. They're going to smash. Yeah. By the, by the way, I had a ticket that I needed to cash today that was so wrinkled. I had to go up to the desk. I couldn't oh, even go to wow. the kiosk. They were laughing at me. They were like, yeah, we can't cash. I was like, yes, you can. They were joking, but the one was very funny. Uh, you know, you forget about uh, proper ticket uh, etiquette sometimes. Yeah. When you do all this stuff on your phone. So it's nice. The the nostalgia of the paper ticket is the best. Last night, 2.35 a.m., I walk Nick to his room. I say goodnight to him. What a gentleman. Did you give him a kiss? He protected me, you know, kept me safe. Give him a gentlemanly kiss on the cheek. Went up to my hotel room, went under the bed. No, you didn't. Took my $1,100 of poker money and placed it. $1,800 of poker money. I didn't use all of it yet because we're going to have some dinner maybe. All right. $1,100 on Kyle uh, Juszczyk. No, you didn't. One reception. The yardage? You love it so up much. Up to three and a half. Yeah. I mean, I, I bet it too, but I I bet it a long time ago. It, it was still like minus 150. It's my favorite prop. It's very juicy. I Use saw, it. I saw it weeks ago was what? Minus, minus 110, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like they, didn't, they decided to just keep just move the price and not actually move the number. Yep. Clearly, that, that's the case. Now so. I'll have an excuse to stay or come back, too. <laughs> well, you know. Stay. Yes. You know what? Fullbacks don't get enough damn love. Fullbacks deserve more love. 
so right. And I think on this show, we're going to campaign for more fullbacks. Make fullbacks great again. Love. Make fullbacks great again, Football violent That's what I love. Kai McEwen going to join us next. Little College Hoops. Bet MGM tonight. State knocks off Kansas in Manhattan for the second straight year. Live from the heart of the action at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, this is Bet MGM Tonight on the Bet QL Network. Oh man, it has been a great two days so far. We're seeing people in person. Pam Maldonado, friend of the show, just walked by just to say hi. You know, people are walking through Mandalay Bay just coming over and, and pop them on the show or just talk, like whatever. It doesn't really matter. This is, you know what, guys? I've realized now something. Human connection is very important. All of the across the country you know stuff. It's it's nice. It's nice to all be together again. Well, we got to get Kai to I Vegas. Personally, yeah, you know, we need Kai McEwen out here, damn it. Yeah. I personally like being in a basement uh, by myself <laughs> with, with no, no bathroom <laughs> or running water. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> I actually miss that studio. You know, we used to make jokes about people <laughs> talking about uh, going on blogs from their parents' basement, and then, you That's know, us. when you work in a basement studio, it's a lot different. This and is good. In shocker, this. I wear more sweatpants there than I do here. <laughs> well, yes. Shocking. Uh, yes. You know, we bring out all the stops. Although, again, yeah. today we're all wearing white. Although, you put on the sweater, which is good. You kind of like. Impulse buy today. You, oh, this was today? I bought this today. Well folks. done. Looks yeah. cozy. I was trying it on, and somebody mm-hmm. came by, and they were like, where'd you get that? And I said, I haven't bought it yet. It's here right now. <laughs> and, and the then, woman said, I thought that that was a part of your maximalist, uh, like, stylistic mm-hmm. thing. And I go, huh. I like that idea, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and buy it. I've now been sold. There you go. I did see a uh, in here there is a um, a store that sells a lot of Jordans. I may be. I yeah, we're that. going. Yeah, yeah I think I there. may be. Yeah, uh, we'll go after this. She'll let my wife know now I'm coming home with some new Jones. pairs. So, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Kai McEwen jumps on with us. Three-man weave. Uh, yeah, well, we had probably one of the biggest weekends in college basketball that I can remember in a long time in terms of just matchups and just big picture. What was your takeaway from what you saw this past weekend in college hoops? Yeah, well, can I go yeah, yesterday? Because well, the, the Kansas you can go yesterday game too. was... How about this? Let's go both both days. Just do it all, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yesterday, the K-State-Kansas game was incredible, right? It was a two days ago now. Gosh, I can't even remember. Uh, the point is, Tyler Perry is incredible. Uh, this guy is a joy to watch making impossible shots left and right. Drome Tang's like 12-0 in overtime now. Just a, uh, an incredible game uh, start to finish. I was at this game last year at the Octagon. It finished in basically the exact same fashion. So just a really, really great game to watch and just a, a, a microcosm of what we saw this weekend in college basketball. Kai, what do you think about what uh, Rick Patino's doing at St. John's? Because it was real loser energy the way that he's talked about the NIL and how difficult it yeah. is uh, to actually build a team when he's been so good in his history. They're 13-9. and nine. They have to win out, essentially, to make the tournament. But just your thoughts on, like, the job that he's done and also the comments that he's made. Yeah, the comments are weird. Uh, he's taken to Twitter and kind of venting, like, like old man yelling at a cloud type of thing. Uh, strange behavior, to say the least. Uh, as far as the actual on-court products, obviously they're struggling right now. I thought they had it figured out um, kind of early January-ish, but they've obviously lost five of the last six. They're not playing great defense. They're not really doing anything right on either end of the floor. Is there a little bit of a of shooting luck there? They're certainly shooting horribly from three, from free throw, from the free throw line. Is that a bit of luck to that? I, I'm not sure. Um, is he a distraction off the court? I, I don't necessarily think so. I think he's a great coach still. 
Uh, but yeah, clearly a disappointment. Still time to right the ship. There's still quite a few Big East games left, but St. John's very, very much in danger of missing the tournament. Kai, we got some good matchups actually tonight. Anything that you've bet uh, this evening on your card? Yeah, there are. I, I, a couple games have started, actually. Uh, actually, the one that has not, Dayton. Uh, I do like Dayton going to St. Joe's. Uh, yes. Short spread. I, I think it's minus two right now. Yeah, one yeah. I, I I was at Dayton this past weekend, actually, uh, for, for the Dayton-St. Bonaventure game. Man, fan base is incredible. Deron Holmes, if people haven't watched him yet, a bona fide All-American, he will be in the NBA. He is an incredible player. Uh, just a really well-coached team. Played really tough on defense. I, I like St. Joe's as well. Tons of talent, but the coaching mismatch is stark in this one. Uh, I, I think Dayton gets it done. So North Carolina right now is down uh, 23-17 to Clemson. Number three team in the country. It's a team we've talked about certainly in the past with you. And you look at Hubert Davis, and the question has been, is he the right coach? Is he not the right coach? And I, I feel like now we've gotten to the point where you look at this North Carolina team and go, it feels like they've settled in. Armando Baycott feels like he's got a, you know, there's a better, like, it feels like he's settled back into his role. When you look at North Carolina, is this a team that could win a national title this year? Would you put them on that level? Yeah, I think so. They're they're too talented and not put them on that level. RJ Davis is yeah. could be the best guard in the entire country, right? He he's a first team All American right now. Uh, his ascendance, I think you could see that last season, but we weren't quite sure if we'd get to that level. Uh, but but he's 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 taken off without Caleb Love in the backcourt with them. And Baycott, yeah, Baycott, he turns it on and off. He's a chill guy. I'm yeah. sure he'll work in media someday. It seems like that's his priority. You know, I feel like he doesn't even work on basketball, but. He's still an incredible wow. player. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the vibe I get. No, no offense yeah. to Armando if that's not true. But, no, he's a great player when he wants to be. Uh, and so you have two of the best players in college basketball with a really good supporting cast with Ingram, with Ryan. It is a team that can win a championship. The, the senior guard in March, they checked that box. Again, the coaching, I have doubts, but they are in the realm of possibilities of a title contender. We all have doubts, Kai, about uh, Hubert Davis. That's been the case since mm -hmm. the beginning. Mm -hmm. What's going on with Arkansas? It's it's <laughs> a very weird – I've heard all kinds of weird off-the-court rumors. The yeah. on-the-court product is not good. <laughs> I'm sure you have as well. We'll keep it there. LSU by 20 they lost. Old Miss they got smacked to. South Carolina. I bet getting them in smacked all three. Did you, yeah, Ryan's bet them in all three of those matches. I also so have futures. He'd like to know what's happening with Arkansas as well. Yeah, strange, right? Well, they beat my Tigers. I went to Mizzou, so that was not great. We're even worse than Arkansas somehow. Uh, yeah, I, I, the combination of players that Musk brought in clearly are not gelling very well. Um, you know, it, hindsight is really easy, but the type of guys he brought in, they're not winners, right? They're, they're me-first type of players uh, across the board, and it turns out the chemistry just is not there. I, I, that's a huge problem, clearly. Brazil being hurt throughout the year has been a problem as well. He's He's clearly a great player, an NBA player down the road. But obviously they have locker room issues. Devo Davis, he's always kind of been a bit of a hothead uh, on the court. Clearly something going on off the court as well. Musselman, does he have one foot out the door? Does he want the Louisville job? Does he want the UCLA job if Cronin takes the Louisville job? I, I kind of think he's looking elsewhere, um, which is crazy to say after the run he's had at Arkansas. What do you think about Tennessee this season? What do you think their ceiling is? Really good title contender. And, and the difference between this year and in the past is they can actually score. They have an up-tempo offense that runs through Dalton Connect uh, to go along with the dominant defense, one of the best in the country. I think Tennessee is absolutely a title contender. Iowa State, two-point loss 
uh, Baylor over the weekend. But like I've, what we watched this team, it feels like they've ascended and really started to kind of find their own rhythm as, as the season goes on. Obviously, what they did against Kansas not that long ago, too. If we're talking ceilings and we're talking you know, potential for certain teams, when you look at Iowa State and what that program has certainly become, even with the loss, uh, you know, at Baylor, which was, I mean, a, it was a wild game that we had over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Is that a team that can win at least like maybe a couple of games in the tournament? Is it a team that we should be buying into throughout the rest of the season as uh, you know, just just somebody that you can count on game after game and not fade them like we you know maybe kind of felt at the beginning of the year. Yeah, they're they're a steady team. They they def the defensive end is there, right? They're rock solid. Uh, teams that are good on defense are often underrated, and you see that kind of year in year out with Otzelberger and Iowa State. I just don't think they have the top end talent to go super deep in the NCAA tournament. Um, that's an experience thing, right? Because they're led by some pretty amazing freshmen and sophomores. I love Tame and Lipsy. Um, and Momchilovic, Momchilovic, however you pronounce his name, he's been incredible yeah. for them a, a, as a freshman. But I, I just think they lack top-end takeover talent that a lot of other teams have that you usually see in a title contender. Um, does that mean they can't steal a game or two in March? I mean, they've beaten Houston. They've beaten really good teams this season, anybody in the country they can compete with. But I think away from Hilton Coliseum, from the Hilton Magic, I, I think they fall short in the tournament. Where are you at with the Pac-12 right now? Because it feels like all of these teams are a little Jekyll and Hyde, including my Oregon mm -hmm. Ducks, who had, you know, a nice yeah. little run uh, about a month ago, and now it's kind of been rocky. Yeah, weird. Uh, I, I thought they were back, and they even got Dante back in the lineup, and I think Biddle's even coming back now, and for some reason they can't get over the hump, and it's weird. I, I don't know what the reason is because I like their talent. I, I love Shellstad, their, their freshman point guard. Uh, he's been great. But yeah, they just can't really get over the hump. Uh, it's a bad league <laughs> overall, um, especially for a power conference. Arizona's about the only really good team in the league. Um, I, I like a couple of the other teams. I like Colorado. I like Washington State. Um, I, I even like Utah when they're healthy. And in Oregon, the idea of Oregon I like. But overall, this, this conference falls short. I think Arizona could be the best team in the country, but everybody else kind of drags this conference down. Yeah, and you look at the future market, and you have UConn the favorites again, eight to one. Purdue's eight to one. Houston yes, nine to one. Is there anything that you would play today, like any team uh, that you would look at? Maybe futures market. Obviously, probably not a whole lot that you could do with uh, Player of the Year since Zach Eady's like minus fourteen hundred right now. But any futures yeah. on any of these teams? Uh, it, man, I would not take a team under ten to one. <laughs> not not this yeah. year. I, I think it's there's too much parity up top. This is the most title contenders I can remember. Um, at the top of the country right now. So yeah. Purdue at like eight, nine to one, no thanks. I think that's horrible value. Uh, even UConn uh, at that value too. You know what I did add this past weekend? I was at Indiana State as well. I added Indiana yeah. State to the final four. This team is built to have that type of run, like an FAU, like a Loyola. This team is yeah. absolutely for real, Indiana State. Actually, Kai, I wanted to ask you about FAU. Um, yeah. you know, where are you at with them this season? Obviously, nice ride last year. Uh, they had like a little bit of a struggle there. They lost a couple games, but where are you at with them this season? Yeah, and, and they're like two and seven against the spread in the American, yeah. just playing with the food. I, I, it seems they're, they keep playing with fire. They're going to get burned eventually here. I, their resume is pretty sound, so I don't think they're in danger of missing the tournament. Um, but with Memphis falling off, you know, it's, it's not a, outside of the realm of possibilities. I, I still think they're an amazing team. I think they've gotten just a little bit complacent on the defensive end. They've gone from plucky underdog to a team that expects to win, and they know they're good. Uh, they they walk out as favorites every single game. So complacency is natural to take over in, in some cases. I think they turn on the Jets in the tournament. 
they're clearly a contender and make the final four once again. Uh, a really good team, top to bottom. Tons of depth. That 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 that's their calling card. Yeah. Kai, I gave you a UConn at twenty to one. I'm sure you remember. <laughs> I know. I've been hammering the UConn. I'm like, I should have taken it. And now I got them eleven to one like two weeks ago. So it's falling yeah. off a cliff. Those odds. I just wanted to ask you. You mentioned Memphis. Like, what's going on with them? Because I thought that this team was going to be a lot better, and then they had a little bit of a run, and now it's been it's been ugly. Just lost to Tulane. Yeah. I have no idea. (laughs) You have to point to the coach first and foremost. Is Penny, I mean, every single year, Penny's had an insane amount of talent. His first two seasons at Memphis, didn't he have the best recruiting class in the country, or at least two of the three? He just never performed very well. He's made two tournaments, first-round exits in both. Last year, you can't really fault him too much. Arguably, they should have won that game against FAU. But, man, he has underperformed his talent every year whether it's he can't control a locker room full of egos, whether he's on X and O's coach, I'm not really sure. But yeah, Memphis is in danger of missing the tournament altogether, which is crazy. The resume still is okay enough to make a comeback later on in American play. But man, they have not looked good lately. Probably should have lost to Wichita too, which would have been their fifth loss in a row. Talking to Kai McHugh and BetMGM tonight. Still got a couple of minutes here. Uh, I mean, UConn, we've all kind of sat here and said we feel like UConn is the best team in the country, at least at the moment. But we look at Purdue. And every year, I feel like it's one of those things where you go, once you get to the tournament, you fade Purdue, you fade Painter. Like, it's just, it, yeah. it just it just always comes through, especially last year. But the improvement of Zach Eady from last year to this year and looking at this Purdue team, is there – and I don't know whether you've been as, you know, hardcore fade Purdue as, as, as some of us have. Do you look at this team and say – maybe a little more confidence in them this time than in the past? Yeah, I, I think so. It's funny, there's a lot of parallels between uh, Virginia's year after they lost to UMBC in the first round and Purdue this season. Oh, yeah, They're almost yeah. as dominant this season as they were, as Virginia was the, the year after they lost the tournament. I'm very confident in Purdue. I love this team. They're the best offense in the country because they have the most dominant player in the country. Edie is unstoppable, but it's really their guards. It, it, it's the step up of Braden Smith. It's a step up of Fletcher Lawyer, becoming sophomores, being more poised in control, being able to score, create more than they were last year, not turning the ball over as much, and then getting Lance Jones from SIU is huge. You move Charlie, uh, excuse me, you move uh, Ethan Martin, Ethan Morton to the bench, you get Lance Jones in the starting lineup, another guy who can create his own shot from the backcourt. I think it's huge. So I, I think Purdue is absolutely a title contender this season. Kai McEwen, three-man weave. Great to talk to you again, buddy. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Man, they're showing up. Uh, it's like this no is, delay. I'm going to – I know. Isn't it nice? Wow. It's just everything is – again, this this whole setup we have here is just fantastic. This is completely going to take us off the rails, but we have a minute left in the segment, so I don't care. Uh, right now, CBS Sports Network is on here, and they're doing, you know, all these different, you know, pregame stuff. Yeah. CBS has uh, – there was a moment where out of the corner of my eye, I looked up. And they just showed they had shots of a bunch of 49ers players in front of, like, the Bellagio and stuff. Yeah. I swear to God, guys, I looked up, and I saw Brock Purdy standing with, like, with his arms out like he was, uh, you know, on the Titanic. Yeah. And I thought he had no pants on. It, the way the pants wow. looked, I don't know why I noticed that, <laughs> but I needed color? to say this out loud to you guys. Yeah. I thought he had no pants on because of the color it was. That's it. That's all it was. I told you. This had nothing to do with well, anything. made it. But, you know, it would be funny. <laughs> Somebody else had, like, a Rey Mysterio mask on, too wild it's uh you know sometimes i guess this 
city just makes you stupid, right? Yeah. I looked up and was like, why did I think did that? Did he have pants on? He had pants on, oh. yes. I, I don't know why I thought that. But you know what? I wanted to be able to share that with you guys. I so appreciate here we are. sharing yeah. that's, that's, that's all that matters. BetQL and BetMGM are bringing a big game in Las Vegas to you all week. You better you bet, and BetMGM tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app. I knew how good he was. Um, I watched him play. I watched the Big 12 a lot, so I watched him play a ton. And he, he was a winner, and he, he he made plays happen all through his college career. And usually when you can make it happen in college, no matter what your surroundings are, and to turn around a program like he did in Iowa State, you, you're going to make it happen when you get your opportunity in the NFL. So I wasn't very surprised whenever he's had the success that he's had because he's a winner and he's a guy that goes out there and competes. And uh, more than a football player, you got to be someone that competes. Um, and he's one of those guys. 49ers trying to add to their lead. Purdy. Fires over the middle. Touchdown, McCaffrey. Live from the heart of the action at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, this is Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. And that, of course, is the unmistakable voice of uh, Patrick Mahomes. Some people saying he's changing his voice because people have been making fun of him. I don't know if that's really true or not, but I'll go with that conspiracy theory. Why not? BetMGM is also giving our online sportsbook customers the opportunity to win grand prize of up to $58,000 if you predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of eligible users, of course. It's right on the promotions tab of the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Uh, you just log in. And if you're an account holder already, get in. Go click on that. Sign up. You have the opportunity to win $58,000. And all you're doing is you're predicting props, right? It's that simple. You can bet on them. You can simple. make the predictions. It's very, very simple. Yeah. Well, we all know this. Who doesn't love props for the Super Bowl, let alone any place, period? Everybody I, lo- I love props. props. Love, love the props. Love them. Love the, the execution, very simple uh, for props. The uh, being right part, very hard <laughs> it's right. for props. It's very, yeah. very true. Yeah. And yeah. you know, the one thing I have noticed, though, and this is why sometimes it's good to just have the bet MGM app, obviously, uh, you don't get the same amount of props over at the kiosks. No. Yeah, I wanted, props, some, yeah. I wanted some Josh Hart uh, for the Knicks tonight. And don't exist. They couldn't, said. Couldn't go get it. They said everything that was on the app existed at the kiosk, and I said, that's just not true. So that's why you got to have the app. Got to download it, and you can sign up and win a bunch of prizes. So it works. Uh, we'll talk to Alex Gold on set live. He's here from Kansas City. Uh, in about 20 minutes, he's going to stop by. So we'll get sort of the Kansas City vibe of things going on right now, too. As everybody's starting to descend on Las Vegas as the days go by, yeah. the weeks go by, we're just Descent. more and more, more and more people, guys. It's gonna be a good week, man. I can't <laughs> wait till the uh, NFL Honors show because I'll be a little bit richer after that night. As long as Lamar Jackson is named the MVP, if Lamar doesn't win, who would it be? Like Christian McCaffrey? No, no. That's why, like, I don't. Jordan Love? No, there's no one else it could be. I, that's right, right. Like, I can't, I can't think of anybody at this point that would win it over him. Where there's like a shock and you go, whoa! Like, I, I completely. Didn't expect that. There was a time when Brock Purdy was yes. considered the uh, favorite to win the MVP. But Remember lost those days? Lost to Lamar, yeah. 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 You know what? He could still win Super Bowl MVP. There's a real, real chance for that. Yeah, that is true. And that would be nice because then San Francisco, then those futures would cash. It could be a good week for me or it could be a bad week. I, I feel good about Lamar, though. He's going to win MVP. But we'll see with San Francisco. I keep going back and forth on that game, man. I hate betting against Patrick Mahomes. I know. It's it's. It's hard to do, but like, like this is the year, and I know uh, we've had certain, we've had guests come on here and say the same thing, and I do think that it is true. If this is the year to get 
Mahomes and the Chiefs, like this would be it. But again, they're still in the Super Bowl, so it's not like this is a team that hasn't figured it out once you got to the playoffs. But yeah, yeah I mean, listen, Brock Purdy, the way that he played in that NFC Championship game, even against your Packers, man, the way he ran the football, if he can do that in this and escape the pressure that Kansas City's certainly going to throw at him, I mean, plus 230 to win MVP, that's what we're looking at here. That's... That's I would a, need a better price. That's yeah. I don't think it's a great price, Agreed. but it's certainly a realistic possibility. You know, but I, that's I, I why would, the number is so so small. Exactly. I just don't know that anyone's going to want to give it to him. I think he's going to have to ball out beyond measure, and the game has to be high scoring. You need no defensive touchdowns mm-hmm. for San Francisco, and you also probably need Brock Purdy to go down early and then bring this team out of a hole. And win, don't you feel like Ryan? Like yeah. that's kind of the only way that yeah. happens. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's why I keep going back and forth on that too. Like with the McCaffrey MVP thing, like I think he has a realistic shot. Obviously, obviously, if San Francisco wins this game, because like I'm not going to play Debo. I was I was considering Kittle, right? Because everybody's mm-hmm. going to be. It's, it's a little bit of the narrative. I also think it's a good matchup. I played his receiving yards over. I grabbed that right away. Um, but I was thinking, man, everybody's going to be talking about Travis Kelsey best tight end in the game mm-hmm. maybe Kittle's gonna feel a little slighted but let's say let's say he gets in the end zone twice he has eight receptions 115 yards Brock Purdy is the guy throwing him the football yes. so it's most likely going to be a Brock Purdy award especially because you know he's a great story Mr. Irrelevant mm-hmm. now Super Bowl champion maybe so I could I could see that happening um the only thing I've done well I have the Pacheco I have Kelsey you have the attempts or you have the uh, MVP oh actually. Pacheco MVP yeah and then um, I'm considering Nick Bosa. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that last night. I think that, again, going back and looking at defensive players that have won Super Bowl MVP, he's going to have to go out there, have a couple of sacks, generate a turnover, maybe a defensive touchdown, and then that's on top of Brock Purdy not playing well or Christian McCaffrey having just a pedestrian yeah. Christian McCaffrey game. It has to be a really defensive game for somebody like that to do it. Yeah. But the price makes sense. Yeah. That's that's kind of what you're doing at this point. If you're still looking at Super Bowl MVP right now heading in and you want to kind of find something that's a little more of a long shot where the price is worth it, that that may be the direction to go. Yeah, and I like the under in the game. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. So uh, I was thinking about Bosa, like a strip sack. We talked about that last yeah, night. Yeah. Or Fred Warner or Dre Greenlaw. Like, if Greenlaw did what he did against Green Bay when he had the two interceptions in the Super Bowl, he's probably going to win Super Bowl MVP. So I might take a shot with one of the defensive players on the Niners. Uh, we'll see. It's a tough spot to be in, though, if you're looking at, like, even going back and looking at some quarterbacks that have won Super Bowl MVP with just okay numbers. Yeah. Peyton Manning won when he won it with the Colts. 247 yards passing and one touchdown. That's it. Yeah. That's it. But it's Peyton Manning, and that's the you got to give it to him. Like, you know, sometimes, again, it's, it can be a narrative-based award, just like regular season. The next year, Eli won it with the Giants, 255 and two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, that's an okay game. It's nothing special. Yeah. You know, I mean, even, hell, go back to last year. Mahomes. Was there a moment, though? Like a big moment? Because I feel like he would need a moment like that. You talking about Brock Purdy? Yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. You and, need, like, some, a big boy throw under duress. Or one of those big runs that he's been long. doing. Yes. There's there's that opportunity, you need, yeah, too. You yeah, you need a 30-yard run, you know, second and nine. Yeah. Yeah, especially if it's yeah something that comes in the second half, which really what we saw against the Lions, where it was all about what was going on in the second half for him after that tough start in the first half. So, yeah, it's just it's hard to be anything other than a, a quarterback to win that award. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes last year was 21 of 27, only 182 yards passing, but did throw three touchdowns. So it's like you get the touchdowns, you don't get the yards. It's it's just in the end, guys. Like we can we can play this game and certainly hope for something crazy and get some value on an yeah. MVP, but. 
realistically, it's going to be one of the quarterbacks well, that wins this award. And I don't think Brock Purdy's going off for like 320 passing no, yards in this no. game against that KC second. No, no, no. You know? So, yeah, I, that's why, man, I know it's popular, but McCaffrey might be the pick. I, that's, I, I wish I... I wish I took it earlier. I shouldn't have. T I should have taken it. I was going to take it before the NFC Championship game, and I didn't. Um, and it was like six or seven to one. Yeah. Now it's plus four fifty, but it's still worth it at plus four fifty, just because of that Kansas City pass rush. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 going to make life hell for Brock Purdy. I really. I mean, I believe that. Now he's minus one thirty five to throw two plus touchdowns. Thirty two plus passing attempts is minus one hundred five for him. So, I mean, those aren't those aren't huge numbers, right? When it comes to what Brock Purdy can do, but. I would probably stay away from a majority of those. Maybe the, I mean, yes. even the completions, right? Over yeah. 20 and a half, minus 135 to the over. But if they really get after him, and they, we know this, Kyle Shanahan does, he will not get away from the run, period. You have Christian McCaffrey, you gave up all those assets for him, you're going to use him, and you're going to use him uh, until he physically can't do it anymore. So it, it just, it makes so much sense for Christian McCaffrey in this setting. But I worry. I just worry that there is that bias against running backs, guys. Yeah. And we need a fullbacks and running backs, Dan, but we're going to bring them back, and we're going to make them part of the NFL again. They deserve more respect, and they're not getting it. If there's anybody, it's CMC, damn it. Yeah, I. Uh, you look at what Lamar Jackson did, and you look at you know what Josh Allen did against the Chiefs, and the attempts were there for Josh Allen, mm -hmm. 39 attempts. Okay. The long for him was 15 yards. And then you look at... Uh, Lamar 37 attempts so maybe you want to look at attempts because Josh Allen did run a little bit they ran the ball really well with James Cook mm -hmm. as well but you look at just like completions 20 and 26 I would definitely stay away from the completions both only pass for one touchdown so what's the under on Brock Purdy's passing touchdowns because if it's minus 120 over one and a half. So that you was gotta a be getting yeah, that plus was a, money. That was a two plus. So that was even a different spot. If I could get this to, we're gonna go through a little process. Because I'm having here. trouble with my I, online I, uh, bet. I, I I'm I going through a few. Oh, hold on, we're almost me there. To Nevada, and there's a whole thing along <laughs> with that. <laughs> it's yes. Yeah. Right, I think well, it's I'll minus one twenty-five. Uh, so it's minus one each way. For the under. no, no, no. Brock Purdy under one and a half touchdown passes. Uh, even money. Oh, even money. It's even money now. I was thinking yep. interceptions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, plus 100. I like that. That sounds like really, can I guess, contrarian. But if I like the under in the game, which I do, yeah, then I and I like Christian McCaffrey to run for some touchdowns too, Yeah, which I do, then, like, you think to yourself, okay, like maybe he has a couple of deep throws and then they give it to McCaffrey or use check or Eli Mitchell to get into the end zone on the ground, which we know that Shanny wants to do in the red zone. I kind of like the under, one and a half touchdowns. I kind of do, too. The only thing I've done with Purdy is the rushing yards. I yes, grabbed those same. at 11 and a yeah. half. I, I know those have went up. Bet. Yeah, and I see it's the most popular bet. I don't really care. I don't uh, care either. You know, I think he's going to I thought about myself. I'm a real girl. Yeah. Hey, I'm you know what, Dan? Public Again, wins, too. The public sometimes. wins sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I woke up yeah. on the Monday after, and I looked at my phone. Because I can now, because I live in another state where betting is always legal. Yeah, and <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It was the first bet I placed yeah. Monday morning. Yeah, and I had no idea that it was popular. It just sounded good. Feel pretty good about that. Feel one. pretty damn good about it. Yeah. I also took a Kyle Usechek anytime touchdown too. There's some really good prices. You love Usechek in this game. You yeah. are all in on Kyle Usechek. It's yeah. Ryan's favorite bet. Meaning really you probably is. won't get a touch in this game. <laughs> well, I'm right there with. Hey, you, they so. got to capitalize, man. You see what his wife Kristen's doing right now. Her business yep. is booming. She's hey. making. Uh, what do we? What do the we? Jackets? Shirt? Sh what are we calling those? They're by the way, jersey, jersey down coats. 
Jersey down. She's oh, making yeah. Jersey down coats for I Taylor would, Swift. I would absolutely love Guys, those. Houston's up 40 to 21 and a half. That's all we need. Oh, Peach. It's a nice I, winner. Thanks, it's Peach. A great Good. winner. I not went that. to run over there and it was uh, not it was not on the board at the oh. kiosk. I was I was disappointed. Peach, you got it mobile or you got it on uh, at the kiosk? No, I got it at the uh, kiosk. You know wow. what? I went up to the teller second straight day. I told the guy I'm like I was two and zero with you last night. We're going three and zero tonight. We're off to a good. Start. There you go. It's my guy. I don't know his name. But uh, I might let's call him Otto. PJ, you know everybody's name. How are you not yeah. learning his name if you're winning with him? Well, I didn't ask. Come on. Oh, well, that is messed up. PJ, that's disrespectful. I'm disappointed. It's not good. At you me. knew every single one of our our Uber driver names on Sunday. That's true. So you should know this. Yeah. Well, right. Glenn almost killed us. It was tough well, to forget. Glenn it. did almost yeah. kill us. I will never forget what we went through there. It never was, trust a man named Glenn. That was it. Was very traumatizing to say the least. I still picture that truck coming through the intersection and me going, "This doesn't feel like that we should be going through this light." And then I looked, and then guys, there there's something wrong. I think we're What's gonna wrong? die. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's yeah. What he said. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was still. I I will never forget the answer. I didn't want to get into another accident. I'm like, how many have you been in? Yeah. Four. Why are you telling us? Yeah. Don't too. tell me that. One you know what I mean? For you. Good God. All right, Alex Gold, live on set next. It's BetMGM Tonight. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.